It's Friday. Thank heavens. I agree. AJ and McCall on VFX. I was actually talking to a family member of Ashley's a little bit earlier this week, and she was asking me about going back to work. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm ready. But, you know, at the same time, it's big adjustment. I had a week and a half off. It's going to be rough. And she said, she goes, you know, sometimes I think it would be better if we didn't have breaks. And I said, I totally agree with you. I said, I know people think that I complain about breaks. That's not the case. Who doesn't want time off? But the adjustment period is so much a struggle this time of the year, I think, to come yeah. back. And then the question is, I posed yesterday, is it coincidence or punishment that we were lucky enough to get that much time off and I come back two days in and I'm getting sick? Coincidence, punishment. Which is it? Um, I don't know which of the two it is. I still blame producer Butters. Oh, yeah. It's always producer Butters' fault when we get sick. I'm I already sure. told you. I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. Yesterday, I felt like garbage. I went home and I slept for days and days and days. And then I woke up this morning and my head doesn't throb as bad as it did, but it that sucked. Like it was like splitting. Yep. It hurt so bad. It's funny too cuz we're like it's your fault. He's like, "No, no, no, it's not." And I'm like, "What do you guys have?" And he's like, "Last week I had that splitting headache." I'm like, "Yep, check." Yep, that's have what it that. is. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. All his fault. If you're ever sick, it's producer brother's fault. Always. It's basically always traced right back to him. So good news is it's Friday. Yeah. That's always feels Correct. Good. So we've got, of course, a chance to win with Gabe Cuts uh, Florida Knot coming up in about 45 minutes or so. But first, of course, we get caught up on all the gossip with McCall's 411. Yes. We've got uh, stories about Hillary Duff. It's been a hot minute since we've talked about her. The not insane child star, former child star. The not insane star. former child star. Happy for her. That's a unicorn statement if ever there was one. I know. Hillary Duff, what is she up to? We'll find out every hour on the 11th. McCall's 411. That's in about six minutes on VFX. Here's news for you. McCall hasn't quite left the Christmas season behind because she has been left disappointed. Maybe maybe, maybe disappointed is too strong a word. Uh, a little bit bummed, I guess. More like, no, no, no. The bummed at a... Outcome that has potentially not happened, if I could speak on the bright side a little bit. Correct. Just speak on the bright side a little bit. Correct. Because we all know that McCall has had her issues with this with things being delivered. With the Amazon. So maybe, just maybe, it's a resolution that you will see. It just hasn't happened yet. Maybe. But McCall's bummed out still. Christmas related. We'll find out why after Halsey in about uh, five minutes. Started this week and the debate today talking about what is and what isn't a Christmas song because McCall was a little unhappy yep. with a couple of the songs that she heard over the break. Quite. AJ and McCall on VFX and now McCall a little bit bummed about Christmas. So McCall, did you really have all that good at Christmas season? Yes. I would say yes. I honestly, let me let me backtrack so that I don't sound ungrateful. I'm very grateful for everything that I got for Christmas. I'm very grateful for the time that I got to spend with everybody for Christmas. That I'm, is good. I'm just a little bit, I don't know how to explain it, just a little bit like slightly disappointed. Why are you disappointed? So I partook in, and I know everyone's going to be like, oh, McCall, you said don't do this. I partook <laughs> in a... Ace, That's true, you did. I did. I partook in a like a secret Santa type gift exchange, but it was with a bunch of people from like radio that I know that I've met. So this isn't like some random thing, right? So it was it was a bunch of of ladies in radio, 
and I partook in it and I sent my gift and I haven't seen anything. So you mailed, sent your gift. Sent mine. Your gift arrived. Yes. And thankfully it arrived because I got a phone call that was like, hey, is this supposed to go to a funeral home? And I was like, I don't think so. So McCall sent a Christmas gift to a funeral home. Apparently. But I just, I feel like I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of sad because I know that Christmas is about giving and not receiving. I know that. It's just kind of like disappointing. A little bit. So when do you send a message and be like, hey, did you send something? Well, I don't, that's the thing is, I don't know who it was going to. Is there an organizer for the event? Yeah. And so I thought maybe my present, because the organizer sent me a card. So I was like, oh, well, maybe that's my present. But I don't think so. Because she's commented on um, the, the group and said that all of the presents have been sent out, although there were some that got delayed and one that got sent to freaking China. And that, of all, is probably going to be mine that accidentally got sent to China and had to come back because that's the way you that it works. Having no luck I when have, it comes to no. just mailed gifts this year. Gosh, no. I was I had another present that I ended up ordering for Dustin's mom that was really cool. It's a like a little steamer for her uh, wood-burning stove. Uh-huh. Really cool. It's got a bear on it and it's just really pretty. And... It was supposed to be here like today and I got a notification that it was out for delivery on Christmas Eve. So I was like, oh, cool. I can give it to her for Christmas. And then it didn't get here until like the 28th of December. (sighs) So I was like kind of, I was like hyped and then disappointed at the same time. So I think next year you should just not rely on mailing anything. Yeah. I think that's definitely, it seems like the way to go. Yeah. Well, McCall, even though I have been chiding you about it, saying it's not gonna, you're not gonna get anything, it's not gonna show up. I'm sure you'll get something, and if not, you can tattle, and then you'll be fine. Probably. Or you can just accept the fact that you did something nice for someone and leave it at that. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sad that that's the case that my friend Tara got her present. I'm not sad that I that I gave this present because I I still feel good about it. You know? <laughs> yes. I'm happy for you. Thanks. Even though Tara didn't send you anything? Well, I don't think Tara was supposed to send me something. Okay, Someone else was sure supposed how, to send me something. Which way if it was you had each other or somebody? No, just, okay. it's just a massive okay, so group. Maybe, maybe your name just didn't get drawn at all and nobody told you. Well, she said it was. Maybe they lied to you. Probably. <laughs> That's why McCall is still a little bit Christmas bummed. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So Christmas is not... Quite finished for McCall. Uh, unfortunately, I think a little bit more bummed. There's other news McCall figured out this week, and it has to do with kind of an ongoing uh, saga when it comes to her chickens. Ugh, my freaking chickens keep disappearing. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. So that, of course, if you've, if you've heard us, it's been an ongoing saga with the, the skunk. The whole skunk debacle was kind of folded into that, and then is it raccoons? Who knows? And now... McCall, I think what you come to the conclusion. You finally, you finally, Nancy drewed it. Yep, Nancy drewed it. Figured okay. out what the crap is eating my chickens. What the heck is happening to McCall's chickens? A conclusion to this, and I don't even know if there's a solution there's to this. Not. We'll find out in about seven minutes. AJ McCall at VFX. Was it raccoons? Was it the skunk? Was it Bigfoot himself? Negative. AJ McCall on VFX. We've been following McCall's chicken situation for a yes. while. It's been tied in to a couple other shenanigans with the, the fallen barn and the cellar and the skunk spray and 
gosh, what is this is so this is my country life, okay? Does it feel relieving to at least know no. what is happening? No. No, okay. So here's what happens. Yes. Every once in a while, I have a couple of chickens disappear. And in case you missed it, we ordered accidentally 25 chickens. So there's been a plethora of chickens. There was a, a chick gang, if I can, if there, I may. Was a, they were, there was a chick gang. And then we also had um, some chickens from before. There were probably like seven chickens from before. Okay. So in total, we had like 32 chickens. chickens. Right, got it. We got rid of some that ended up being roosters because, you know, they just fight. And so you can only have like one. Yes. So we got rid of some. I do know this. I I am very well brushed up on my chicken facts. Oh, boy. Anyways, the other day we're going out and we're looking and we have like seven, eight chickens left, including... That is a very small number of of chickens Which is, I mean, especially when we started with 32 and that was in like June or July, that we had all of these freaking chickens. Disappearing in a hurry. Yeah, so as the time has passed, we found, like, feathers, you know? It's like, oh, there's a trail. Okay, we know where where they're going. Yeah. Neighborhood dog, skunk, raccoon, Right, there, there has been a neighborhood dog. There has been skunks. There has been raccoons. And so these last, like, four have just disappeared. And we haven't found feathers. We're like, well, maybe they went off and joined the other chickens across the neighborhood. They, they formed. They were they just become secret sick forest of this. chickens. Well, I had no idea. So we walk out the other day because we had to go out to the shed to go look for something for the house. And as we're walking out there, Dustin and I are looking at some of these chicken tracks. And there's one set of chicken tracks. And as I'm looking at it, there's footstep, 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 stop, nothing. Like nothing. Doesn't turn around. Doesn't do anything. So I'm like, did a UFO come? What happened? All your chickens have been abducted. Well, then I see these like random weird lines in the snow. Okay. And there's like six or seven of them on either side. And I'm like, what? And as it clicks with me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a bird. I see this freaking owl swoop down and pick up one of my chickens and it's up squawking away as this owl's taking it off. And I'm like, oh, sad. And there's nothing I can do about it. That's why we haven't been able to find any like clues to where the chicken's going. The only clues are... Like, Good hunter. I know. The only clues that we're finding are these lines in the snow that are the wings from when it swoops down and picks it up and gets to the very bottom. Now, this owl, I'm not even kidding, had a wingspan of my arms. That's a big owl. It was massive. So I'm like, well, there's nothing we can do now. So obviously we set up some trail cams. And sad news, I had two chickens that froze because they do that when they, you know, sleep next to the freaking metal roof on my barn because it's cold. And so we came in and there were a couple of dead chickens and we put up a trail cam and we sort of baited it with our frozen chickens, which sounds so bad now that I'm saying it. <laughs> but it's just what it is. That's what we did. We knew that they liked chicken, clearly. The sacrifice wasn't in vain, McCall. Well, they were already dead. Yeah. So anyway, we okay. we put them out underneath to see what was coming. And sure enough, here comes that stupid owl again. And it took both of them. But it took the one, and then Dustin went out to go check the trail cam, and it happened to have the other one. And it freaked out and flew sort of like directly into our big metal panel and dropped the chicken and flew off. <laughs> and then it came back and got it again later after Dustin was gone. But So... 
as as well brushed up as I am on country living, is there a solution nope. to your situation? No, you can't. No, you can't do anything about it. I mean, you can put up like a one of those little. They're like a fake owl. Okay, you can put one of those up. You should do that. I don't think that's really going to do anything because I don't think fake owls scare off owls. I think fake owls scare off other things. You get a scarecrow. I'm not going to get a scarecrow because I don't have a problem with the crows. I have a problem with the owls. Should get a mirror. <laughs> no, that's we've seen what happens with the mirrors. If you come by the radio station and you walk on the front, walk up uh, across the front. Uh, of it because it's all glass yes. and it's all reflective glass. Yes. I looked yesterday. There is a distinct bird print on the front <laughs> of it from where the bird flew directly into the window. Uh, and it happens like once a week. We have birds fly into the windows that, here at least once a week. And it's terrifying. The owl won't bother your chickens anymore. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to have enough glass mirror stuff to throw up and freak out owls. I'm just not. There's just, just not a, enough of it. It's been an owl the whole time, or owls just I the latest. I think the owls just the latest because because up until now we've been able to find bodies, like flower or flowers. <laughs> we've been able to find. <laughs> I'm sorry, I killed your chicken. Please, here's no. a flower. Here's some flowers. Here are my condolences. No, I've, we've been able to find feathers or or whatever that track it back because our hay barn fell down in my at my house. Uh, before we bought the house, and so we have to clean that up. Your chickens aren't living but a good life. My chickens are living sort of a decent-ish life. Yeah, except at any given moment, they could be picked off by Lord knows what. I know. I know. That's what you get for having free-range chickens, though. It's oh, just gosh. something that you just have to expect. So Dustin's <laughs> like, crap, there goes $100 worth of chickens. Guess we got to go buy more. One last question. At what point will you run out of your original 32 chickens? Like the original seven or the no, no, original? No, So we just count the 32, put them all together. You're down to what, seven now? Yeah, so I have. So uh, how long until you're out of those seven? You're just, you're so all the way know. down to zero I don't know. Chickens. So I have two chickens left from the original seven that we brought from those, Vernal. Those, those chickens have seen some things. LaFonda is one of them, and she has most definitely seen some things. She's the only one that I've named out of all of my chickens. That's why she's lived. That's why she's lived is because she's seen some things, and she's she's, she's got a she's name. She's a grizzled old tough bird. Dude, she's ornery. Um, and then there's another one that's still alive but out of all of them i have no idea if they quit freaking roosting on the roof of my barn maybe they wouldn't get eaten go inside the barn go inside the barn stop it <laughs> stupid chickens one of mccall's new year's resolutions should be to train her chickens much like you'd train a dog look go chicken go in the barn LaFonda and the other chicken know to stay inside of places because they lived in another that's place. Why, that's why they're going to live. These little ones are just... they through some battles. Dumb. Dumb, dumb chickens. <laughs> Gosh. So McCall finally got the conclusion to her chicken dilemma. Yeah, but I can't do anything about and, uh, it. She's stuck between a, an owl and a hard place. Stupid owl. So more chickens on the way, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so They're going to kill the bugs. <laughs> that crazy story. Prelude some more crazy stories. The game cuts Florida or not. That's happening next. Your chance to win. Be ready for that cue to call. Game cuts Florida or not on VFX. 
No appointment necessary. Gift cards from Game Cuts make terrific stocky stuffers. Visit them at 909 South Main in Logan. And that's what we got. A $10 gift card for you. Yeah. Get you a fresh new do from Game Cuts for Florida or not with AJ McCall at VFX. Now, I don't want to exaggerate, and I'm not, but we haven't had a winner all year. No, we haven't. McCall has, has stumped us to start off 2019. You're welcome. And that needs to end today. Okay. So what it starts with, of course, we got to hear the headlines. Okay. Someone called the cops because KFC ran out of chicken. <laughs> Chicken's in Florida or not. Yep, chicken is in Florida or not, which is great. How, how, how does that phone call even go? Yeah, this place is out of food. Uh, okay, uh, go to the next one. What do we do? Looks like you're having something else today. Seriously, um, that's your complaint? Right. How about this one? Cops are offering to test people's meth for Zika virus. Up. Oh. We know for people sh- fell for it. Of course, I was gonna say if there wasn't if there wasn't uh, someone already caught, we're gonna hear an update of this story later because it always catches at least one person. Yep. Of course. Okay. And four men got accused of stealing five hundred thousand dollars worth of Patron at a truck stop. That is a lot of tequila. Yep. That is it. Who needs that much tequila? Because everybody has almost the same story that's running tequila. tequila. Like, either you hate it or you're like, I don't mind it. But usually it's because this one time. Yep. Everyone has that tequila story. Yep. Wow. Okay. So that's story one, two, and three. Correct. We'll hear the full stories, crack some jokes, and see if we can hook someone up with a Game Cuts gift card. So I need a teammate, and I need a good teammate. We have yet to win. Me and teammates have yet to win in 2019. Hooking you up with a gift card to Game Cuts, 435-787-0945. Call in, team up with me, play Florida Not, and win on VFX. No winner yet in 2019 when it comes to Game Cuts, Florida Not on VFX. But that today, that changes. It's going to change. Okay. Haircut from Game Cuts up for grabs, and Vern is already here. Because, Vern, i got to be honest, you're bailing me out here big time because we have not won yet. McCall is, has a clean sweep for the year. And I need some major help. Well, that's why I called in. It's time to end that. Vern is going to be my hero. All right, McCall, three crazy stories, please. Okie dokie. Story number one. Someone called the cops because KFC ran out of fried chicken. I mean, don't get me wrong. You get a hankering for something special. It's disappointing. But never in the world would I call the cops. One, because there's probably another KFC. Two, fried chicken, not exactly just limited to KFC. Not exactly. There's a couple options. You can swing by McCall's house and find yourself some chicken, apparently. So. There you go. That's story number one. Story number two, cops are offering to test people's meth for Zika virus. And they say, look, if you're not comfortable coming to us, an officer would be glad to come to you and test your meth in the privacy of your own home. Now, the department is admitting, obviously, this is a stunt to ensnare people. But there have been like three people that have brought it in. You would think at some point that the PR department who comes up with catchy ways to trick people be like, we can't go back to this well again, can we? And then they're like, I don't know. Let's try it. And then it works again. They're like, how did this happen? That's story number two. And story number three, four men were arrested on Sunday for stealing $507,000 worth of Patron tequila from a truck stop. Suspects removed a trailer from the semi, parked at the truck stop, and then they were later found transferring the trailer to a box truck and got arrested. Nobody needs that much tequila. All right, Fern, story uh, one, two, or three. I am leaning towards number two, man. Number two, so the Zika virus. Okay. Yeah. Here's my only skepticism. Uh, I got skepticism on that one, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure 
I think it's KFC because that one's pretty dumb. That's That happens a lot. And I, it could be in Florida. It definitely could because it is silly that people fall for that, that police stunt that's happened a lot. But that has been used a lot of places. That one is not exclusive to Florida. Actually, yeah, that does make sense there. I mean, I've seen that happen in Utah. Yeah. Um, actually, let's go, let's go with number one instead. Number one, okay. It is pretty dumb. So, McCall, even when we got a hanker, never will we call the cops when they run out of food. Is it... Story number one. It's not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Still on a losing streak. That one happened in London. Really? Wow. Yep. Huh. Wouldn't have guessed that. I would have swore that was straight up United States. Nope. They probably got, they probably got a lot of owls over there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Darn it. Freaking All right, owls. Vern, I thank you for trying. Uh, better luck hopefully tomorrow or, or whenever you play Florida not again. Okay. Thank you guys very much. Vern tried. Yes. He's still a hero. Yes. But unfortunately, today is just not our day. Not Vern's, not mine. Luckily, I get a second crack at it. You get a second crack at it. A $10 gift card to get you a free haircut from Game Cuts or Florida or not. If we can figure out which one of the remaining two stories is from Florida. 435-787-0945. Call, team up with me. We can win this. We can't do it. 435-787-0945. Game Cuts, Florida or not. Still bageled for uh, 2019 at this point when it comes to the game cuts Florida or not. Luckily, we always have that built-in second chance, and we, we got to get the dub because then we'd go, if we don't today, we go not only all of 2019 without a winner, this first week, no winners. Yep. We're going to make this happen. So, Daniel, I'm counting on you to break that losing streak when it comes to the game cuts Florida or not on VFX. All right, we're going to win this. Perfect. I I like the confidence. All right, McCall, the two remaining stories, please. Okay, so story number two originally. Cops are offering to test people's meth for Zika virus, and people are falling for it. And they say, look, if you're not comfortable coming to us, an officer is going to gladly come to you and test your meth in the privacy of your own home. You just got to call us and let us know. (laughs) Thing is, is that there are like four people that have fallen for it already. Yeah. So that's story number two. And then story number three. Four guys were accused of stealing $507,000 of Patron tequila at a truck stop on Sunday. Now, the suspects removed a trailer from the semi-parked at the truck stop and then transferred it from the trailer to a box truck. To a box truck? Yeah, so they put it into a box truck and tried to get away with $507,000 worth of tequila. It's a lot of tequila. It is a lot of tequila. So those are your two crazy stories, technically. Then we're down to story two and three. What's your gut instinct? Which stories from Florida? So I feel like it's a tequila one just because my New Year's Eve, I ran into a bad experience, my first experience with tequila. And I don't know. I just, from there on out, I kind of told myself I'm not drinking tequila anymore. And so I feel like it's a tequila story. That's exactly. I said everybody has one of those stories. And I'm yep. with you because the Zika virus it could be from Florida because it is silly. But we've seen that police stunt happen multiple states. So I'm leaning against that one. So we're going to roll with your gut instinct. And hopefully that your New Year's Eve experience will pay off here. Because McCall, Daniel and I in agreements, is it story number three? It is, Danny. Congratulations, Woo! man. We've got a haircut for you from Game Cuts. Hang on the line for just a sec, and I'll grab some information from you, okay? All right. Thank you. Yesterday, while we were at lunch with listeners, Sinister Girl, of course, conversed about a lot of things, talked about McCall's chickens, all the stuff that happened, talked about Christmas presents, and started talking about New Year's resolutions, because everybody, you know, asking, hey, what was your resolution? And, of course, I told everyone I'm not doing it this year. And I was like, you should. 
So McCall and I have come to a compromise. Still not making a New Year's resolution for me, but I will be making New Year's resolutions. Yeah. McCall's going to throw in a couple of her own as well. We're going to be making resolutions for others. Because we're definitely in a position to do that. And I think that when you think about it, there's a couple that you would like to put out in the universe as well to hope that they get accomplished in 2019. Yep. Definitely. So what resolutions would you like other people to do? That's what we're going to get into after Panic at the Disco in about six minutes. So I'm not doing New Year's resolutions. Yeah, because AJ says resolutions don't don't work. work. They fail. Again, Constantly, all the I'm going to say always. the same thing that I've said before, AJ. Resolutions are just a piece of paper. You don't work. AJ and McCall on VF. I don't work. That's, no, I barely function as an adult. We talked neither. about that I'm yesterday, same too. Way. Same way. AJ and McCall on VFX. But McCall but. and I came to a compromise because, of course, McCall's got uh, evolving resolutions, I believe, is the best way to phrase what you're yeah, doing for I'm, 2019. So I'm kind of changing them. So every single month, I have a new resolution type thing. So... Like right now, my goal is to take my vitamins every morning, uh, floss my teeth, and eat breakfast every day. And so it's like all kind of the same time. And I wish you well. Thank you. So McCall's doing the resolutions, and we talked about this yesterday. McCall apparently accomplished both of our resolutions from 2018, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing them this year. I'm not lying to myself. But we come to the compromise that we can hand out resolutions for others. Everybody. So... I know what you're thinking, AJ and McCall, how dare you think you could do that, but really think about it. And there are a couple things you'd like to put out into the universe just to see, hey, for 2019, maybe the whole world can do blank. And then if it was accomplished, like, oh my gosh, the world's a better place. Hey, maybe for 2019, we can avoid misusing 911. (laughs) That would take out like a third of Florida or not. I know. (laughs) But come on, like I, calling it because I there's would, no chicken at KFC. I hope to eventually live in a day where Florida or not doesn't exist because Florida's not any more crazy than anywhere else. No, because that would be bad because then we would just have elevated levels of crazy all across the country. Oh, I was hoping it went down. No, You're telling me it's all going up. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That just means Florida or not's tougher. Yep. How about, uh, let, let us say, because I think Utah can relate to this, especially with some issues that have come and gone very recently about for 2019 a new year's resolution of uh let's dig a little deeper get a little uh comprehension on some things before we just react like how about this one read the article before you comment on the facebook post i would definitely fold that into fold that into that whole thing don't watch just see a title of something and just run off with an opinion get some context know that headlines are just headlines. That's just what they are. They're like you to need to go attention. in, you need to go in and you need to read what is being said. Yes, sure, maybe you're saying, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this Context. is deceiving. Oh my gosh, it's clickbait." Okay? That's what it is. That's how it works. Yeah, and let me put this uh, I think in the same group of things. Let's not let's not uh let's not overreact as much. Please. 2019 oh on your resolution not to overreact as much. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was driving and I was stuck behind a slow driver. I had to go down to Weber for a basketball game. And and I was thinking, like, man, I really wish this person would get out of the way. And then I was thinking back to, like, when I was in college and driving and, and how traffic upset me much more. And I was thinking as a whole the change I've made in, in regards to frustration. I don't get as frustrated by stuff. I kind of just, eh, it'll work out. I know carefree attitude, not necessarily for everybody. But in, in general, there's I think there's a lot more things that we cannot hold on to. Yeah. You just let them go right over Move your shoulder. Move forward. 
Correct. Yeah. yeah. See, you know, we feel better. I already feel better. This must be what it's like when a resolution works out. The miracle and the unicorn that it is. Well, I mean, we're just at the point where we're like, oh, yeah, this should happen. So It hasn't yet worked out, but. Hey, I truly believe, especially because I hang out with you and Ashley all the time. You got to believe. You got to put a little belief into it. That's why I say you got to put it in the universe. That's why I was very terrified when someone saw my house and realized we had a back door. I was like, good, if someone breaks in, you go out that way. Why would you put that in the universe? Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's Logan. People don't lock the doors. I get it. It's a pretty safe place. But why is that the thought in your head? Right. Please do not do that to me. But I got to think, if you're not doing New Year's resolutions, and I will not blame you. I'm right there with you. Got to be a couple things you'd like to see accomplished. A couple things you'd like to put in the universe to see the world do. Yeah. And I think McCall and I have come up with a list of some of the best ones. We're going to run through those. Maybe a little VFX rapid fire. Sure. We'll do that in about seven minutes. But you, tell us, what are some resolutions you'd like to see for the world in 2019? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. We will hear Maroon 5. Yeah, calm down, that Maroon 5. That big halftime show. Calm down. That in one big show. Month. month. Month and a week. Five February-ish. weeks. February-ish. Five weeks. AJ McCall at VFX. Now, I don't think it's going out on a limb to say that what we're doing right now is a public service, McCall. Yeah. We're proving the world. Totes. So, I'm not doing New Year's resolutions. McCall is. Yay for her. Because the goal, of course, is to, you know, yourself. set a goal with a new year to do something to improve your life. And yep. Better yourself. for me, so I'm over it. But, but, we found a compromise and I'm going to help improve the world by handing out New Year's resolutions for the world. Yay! For Logan, for so Utah, glad. and for all of the places. So for 2019, McCall, are you ready to rapid fire what we would like to see accomplished in the world? Sure. Okay, I will start us. So for 2019, I think a New Year's resolution should be less me, more we. Stop thinking so selfishly and just think as what are some things, and they could be small, that I could do to help other people. Okay. Okay, I can get with that. I think my New Year's resolution for other people would be get out of the freaking left lane unless you're (laughs) passing. For 2019, New Year's resolution should be to just breathe. Just stop and go, not everything needs to offend everybody. Not everything needs to bother you. Not everything concerns everyone else. Just breathe. It's okay. It'll be fine. McCall, what's that quote you live by? If it's not going to matter in five years, it shouldn't. Don't take five minutes worrying about it. Don't waste the energy on the anger. Yep. I think, I think. Maybe for 2019, we should sleep more. Because you don't make good decisions when you don't sleep enough. I wrote that down too. More sleep. More sleep needs to be the... Just for the world as a whole. Think about that. If everyone slept more, we'd be in better moods. You wouldn't be grumpy. Less traffic. I wouldn't hate everybody. It would be fine. Be great. Mm -hmm. I got enough sleep last night and I feel great. I didn't and I feel like a trash can. I'm sorry. For 2019, the world should hold more doors open. Yes, Last please. night, I went to Weber High School for a basketball game. Some person decided that they had to, and of course, it's a school, right? There's 15 double doors. Correct. Some person coming in from the right side as we walked forward decided he had to sprint to get in front of us, open the first set of double doors, not hold it open, open the second set of double doors, kind of make that fake. I'm holding it open, but I'm still walking away. If you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. Tough. What would it have been, man? For the five seconds to hold just one of the doors open. Just one. Fair. And I got to be honest, 
I am a door holder, and there are plenty of times that I do that, and people just walk by. Is it so hard to say thank you, more thank yous, and your welcomes, and pleases in 2019? Fair. Fair. I also think 2019 should be the year of... We've got comments on our Facebook page, like more understanding, like AJ oh, please, said earlier. Please. More understanding, more uh, take the time to research the problem before yes. discussing it, which I think AJ and I kind of pride ourselves on when Cop- it comes to our discussions over the airwaves. Context, more Please receive more context. Yes. My last conversing. one. My last one. And this one. this one's big. This will solve a lot of our problems with each other in the world. More custom handshakes. I just okay. happened to find a video earlier this morning of another one of those teachers who has a handshake with each of his students oh, cool. to start the yeah, day. That's cool. More custom handshakes. Sure. Think of how cool th- you engage your brain, right? You got to come up with something inventive. You have something to look forward to. You got to do your wah, 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 chang, 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 high five, pound, whip. Be great. Totes. It would be great. More custom handshakes. Totes. I think that more. That will solve things. Again, with the more sleeping thing, maybe more waking up a little bit earlier because then you can take in the day a little bit more before you go off to work. Yeah, don't be like my friend who let me know that they had to be at work at 8 and they woke up at 7.45. That's not a good start to any day. No. You just be rushed the whole day. Right. What New Year's resolutions, whether you made one or you didn't? You made one, you're with McCall, you didn't, you're with me. Just living your best life each day. But what would you like to see for the world, for Logan, for Utah? What New Year's resolutions do they have for 2019? Speak it into existence. Put it into the universe. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Debate at eight. One of those things that you can uh, download the podcast and listen to and, and yep. see which side of the argument you fall on because uh, we're getting ready for the debate at eight. And this one, uh, a parental question. My yeah, because neither town. one of us have kids. No, my parents were in town recently and they asked me about the, like, hey, it's uh, people... Giving you a little bit of a razz about getting married. I said, yeah, actually, our owner most recently tells me a bit of a, a bit of my future every time he asks me about it. So the most recent one is that I'm going to have six kids, a horse, and a dog. Yep. And I was like, I don't think I'm a horse person. Are you sure you're not thinking I'm a call? Mm-hmm. Just channel her vibe? Because I don't think I'm a horse person. But it is a parental question. So parents, be thinking about smartphones because that's what we talk about for the debate date. We're going to get into that in less than 10 minutes. Right or wrong, McCall, sometimes because of our positions at work. <laughs> positions. And because we have the debate at 8.VFX, AJ McCall get asked to give advice or ask questions every once in a while. But, of course, something that comes up with us all the time are two two big things. When are we getting married? When are we having we ones? Yeah. Comes up all the time. Yeah. And so we are on a, a bit of a parental question. Yes. Because it got sent in to us. And it's something Best that advice. I've also discussed previously. You've gone a little bit on the discussion for that, aren't you, McCall? No, I don't think so. I think when Just it comes to yeah, when it comes to uh, parental questions, I think after Dustin and I have been together for you know five and a half years, obviously we've discussed different parenting styles, parenting techniques, because we need to make sure that we're going to be on the same page. I, I look, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is, I think you got a couple of uh, a time, I guess, to, uh, moments to figure that out. You know, there's like a nine month span. Maybe we can have some just a bulk of those discussions, if I may. Definitely, but I don't know that my brain is going to comprehend That's a lot probably, of those discussions. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So fair point. Fair point. I retract my statement for the most part. Yeah. So we have a parental discussion. McCall's talked about. It's been sent in to us. 
And then, you know, we this one we can actually reflect on as, as the kids, obviously not as parents. So parents, put on your thinking caps and uh, prepare to share your experiences with us and your Help us out. expert opinion. We'll A tell you what bit. the question is coming up about 15 minutes. So first, though, the call's 411. Debate at 8. Yep. Sometimes an advice-giving hour. With AJ McCall at VFX, and today a little bit of advice, a little bit of a question, and a little bit of reflection. Definitely all three put together because we got sent the question, we talked to our friends about it, McCall apparently has discussed it. I have discussed it. So what's the question we got sent in? So this message- The message we got sent in. This message comes in from uh, somebody who wants to be known as Rizzo. Okay. Throwing it back a little bit. Uh, So I guess Rizzo's niece? Yeah. So her sister gave her kids, five, seven, and nine years old, all iPhone X's for, for Christmas. And her sister says, oh, it's totally normal. So she posed, posed the question, is that normal? Like for a five, seven, and nine-year-old kid to be getting iPhone X's, first of all, first and foremost, I don't have an iPhone X. <laughs> and this isn't turning into a, well, you can't have it if I can't have it. But again, five, seven, and nine-year-old kids, do they really need an iPhone X? The answer for me is uh, no. So that's Hello? the question and the, the, the advice given is when should kids get cell phones? And of course we can reflect when do kids get- on when we got yeah. cell phones. Parents, when did you give your kid a cell phone? When, when will did you, you give your kid one? a cell phone? So let's start this very simply, McCall. Obviously the first place is how old were you when you got a cell phone? Now I was 12 years old when I got a cell phone. It was like 11 or 12 years old, and it actually originated as a home phone is what it was because we didn't have an, a hard-lined okay, that's phone. Okay, like home phone. Taking a, taking a cordless with you everywhere, but no. I got you. So, I got you. so it, was like a little, it was like a little Samsung flip phone, um, and I would take it with me to go and from volleyball practices. I would call my mom, hey, practice is done, come get me. Right. Because where we would practice, there wouldn't be pay phones or anything. So I I would call from there and go. But sometimes I would commandeer the phone. (laughs) Of course. It didn't I used to type our phone lines all the time. Oh, yeah. It didn't technically become mine until like eighth grade, I think. My mom was like, fine, because she gave Sadie a cell phone, too, and I got one. And Sadie, of course, she got the pink razor, which made me beyond livid because (laughs) mine wasn't cool. But that's first world problems. I'm sorry you didn't get the call for the razor. Was, I was so was the mad. Phones, See, because be seriously, when I got my cell phone officially, it was when I was in eighth grade. So that would have made me 14, 13, 14, 14, 15, somewhere in that. 13-ish is I think normal high school. Yeah, so it was like 14-ish. Okay. That, that I got my so, phone and Sadie was like 12 and she got a freaking razor and I was so mad. So I think Ugh. I think normally, right, uh, usually that about the time, I think that's the discussion. You know, you're doing activities, sports, band, whatever yep. it may be. Here's yep. a phone so we can find you. So I, I had my, I got my full-time phone. Like I, when I first got it, never didn't get rid of it. It was 13. I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school. Uh, but I got my first phone at 10. 10? 10. So was it like a like a cell phone? It was a cell phone. What the what? And then it got taken away. And it got taken away for the dumbest reason, actually. You were 10. That's not the reason it got taken away. Should have been taken I guess, away because you were no, 10. This is, this is worth sharing. I'm sorry, Mom, but I'm going to share this story. I had my first phone taken away at 10. I'll tell you that story coming up, Marshmallow Best Deal. But join us in debate. When did you get your first cell phone? When do you think kids should get theirs? Kind of give it some advice, reflecting a little bit here. And uh, let me share before we... we 
Take a break here. Uh, emergency crews are responding to a crash that was at 1600 North Main in Logan and then also one 200 South, 200 East in Logan. So no injuries at either. Just good. But traffic, of course, slowed again. Uh, 1600 North Main and then 200 South, 200 East. Emergency crews responding to both of those. Hopefully get them cleared up soon. So watch out. Cell phones. First one, when did you get it? Why did I lose mine at 10? I'll tell you why. I still don't think I deserve to lose it. I'll tell you a story after Marshmallow and Best Deal for the debated eight in like six seconds. Cell phones. When should the kiddos get one? AJ McCall, VFX. And I think a common age, if I was to put a, a lower floor on it, I think common age, about the entry to high school, you start doing those extracurriculars, 13-ish. McCall got hers around then. I got my permanent one. I've had one since then. But I actually got my first one when I was 10. Which is crazy to me. It, yeah, and I think if I was to guess... Uh, if I was to say now, I'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't need one. But the reason it got taken away was dumb. So my parents were divorced, and so my mom got one so I could stay in contact with her. Mm-hmm. But I'm 10. So the reason it got taken away, my mom put unlimited minutes on it, and then like I used three or six or 10 in a month. And she was complaining to me about how they were expensive minutes. Like I was like, oh, my bad. Am I, I'll, I'll just call someone and let it run for a while. Like, I, I'm 10. I'm not going to use it for anything else. I'm not just calling people. Right. And so it got taken away eventually because it wasn't, was not worth the money. And I was like, just, just pay for way less minutes and it'll be totally viable. I, I, I couldn't believe that. Like I got a lecture about how I wasn't using the phone enough. Yeah. I used to get in trouble a lot. Um, I remember one, one month. I... <laughs> I had my phone taken away more times than I had it all throughout like high school, junior high. Okay. Truth of the matter is I didn't pay attention. I didn't do school. I didn't do my math homework. I didn't do any homework at all. And I was supposed to be doing it. Did I? Nope. Didn't. Definitely didn't. So it was taken away a lot of the times. One time specifically I can think of though, I was in eighth grade. I got my phone taken away. And I remember the reason why was because I had sent... I think it was 200 text messages that month. You know, looking at that now, you're like, that's a day. Let me see if I can. No, even more than that. Let me see if I can go through. I remember my one friend, Mackenzie, though. She got her phone taken away because she had sent 18,000 text messages that month. And so they had gone way over. And I told my mom, I was like, Mackenzie got hers taken away because she sent 18,000 text messages. And what was it that my mom said? Well, I'm not Mackenzie's mom, am I? I'm my, your mom. My brother got in trouble. That's how we got unlimited text messages on the. I'm with my parents. Like we're all part of a family plan now, because my brother ran up a uh, five hundred dollar bill on his girlfriend's cell phone because she didn't have unlimited text messages. And let me just tell you now, that girlfriend now his wife. But that's, that's how that's how our uh, my parents and my sister in law's parents first met. It was a come over to the house and. Your son's texting my daughter all the time. We got a $500 cell phone bill. Yep. And then they became in-laws. That's hilarious. I can't figure out how to how to find where how many texts I've sent this month. Four. Four whole text messages. <laughs> LOL jokes. <laughs> how do I find it? You I'm going to Google it. They, kept, they quit keeping track of it because they realized I know it was I can, stupid. I can call like pound 606 or pound 79, whatever the all number the is. super codes. Okay, so while McCall looks up the number of text messages, McCall, I'm, we're going to get into what you and Dustin discussed because we talked about when we got phones. McCall and Dustin have discussed when kids could get phones. Yep. And Facebook seems to be forming of 
fairly majority consensus on what the answer is for when kids should get phones. We'll tell you what that is. You could join the conversation, 68255. Start your text with VFX. That's the text. While McCall looks up her text. Or you can call 435-787-0945 for the debate at 8. When should kids get cell phones? Of course, talking about when we got our first phones, AJ and McCall at VFX. And to be honest, McCall... Based on uh, the comments we're getting across our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Utah's VFX, I think we were a little younger than it seems like the consensus forming on Facebook when kids should get their phones. Um, I think so. Now, Dustin and I have discussed this specific thing, mostly because... After five and a half years, Dustin and I obviously have discussed kids. We've discussed what we what we want to do, parenting styles, etc. And phones just happen to things, come up. Things have come up. Discussions have happened. Phones just happen to come up. Now, if this would have been the situation when I was a kid, I think I would have been beyond livid. <sighs> However, this is how we're going to do it. Once you can pay for your cell phone, you can get one. Where we live, we live in the country, I'm sure that our kids will be able to pick up some work from local farmers, ranchers out there. Yeah. And if that's the case and you can make a steady income, great. And you can pay for your phone, great. That's what you got to do, though. Yeah, and that's the consensus that's kind of formed on our social media uh, you know, Diana said when they could pay for it themselves. Yep. They I had, had a, a friend- job they could pay for it. Kay, Lydia, uh, they all said the same, all, yep. all that same thing. When you can pay for it, you can have it. I had a friend that that was the case, and he was so mad, and we always used to give him such a razz over it because he didn't ever get a cell phone. And he was like student body president and didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> and so we gave him so much grief over it. But honestly, I I think it, it says a lot about making the kids pay for the cell phone, making the kids pay for these things that are not necessities that are just kind of frivolous, you know, like with cell phones, cell phones are not a necessity. Do I think that there needs to be a way for you to be able to contact me for me to come pick you up? Sure. However, so (laughs) a lot of, a lot, like I said, the, the, I'll give you a flip phone so that you can contact me if you need to. End of story. I was going to say, I disagree with you slightly. If I, if that was the rule for my house, like I wasn't going to get a phone until I got a job. I couldn't get one until I graduated high school. I didn't have time for a job. And I, I think it's very noble policy. I'm not saying it's wrong, and I disagree with it or anything. However, for me, the reason I finally got a phone, and I think you know a lot of people telling us when they got their phones, the reasoning was you get to high school, you start doing the travel thing, right? Right. You're, you get part of the teams that can leave the state, leave the city, whatever, right. for volleyball, band, whatever, sports, extracurriculars, anything. So Jessica said that. that was She's one of the first to comment and said that she's going to give her son a cell phone with internet access until he's not till he's 17 before that he can have a flip phone and i think 13 ish about high school maybe sophomore year depending on what they do extracurricular wise a form of contact i think is to me necessary well i agree i think that it's it's necessary to be able to have that connection that contact with um like your family to be able to go places i don't know i just I think it teaches a lot more to have the kids working for something that they want. If you want something, you got to work for it. It's not handed to you. It's not. Regardless of what what people think. 
things don't just get handed to you. You've got to work to be able to make make this money. Because like when I was in high school, I was sixteen when I got my first job, I think. And at that point in time, I was working so that I could have what I wanted, a car. I paid for my own car. I paid for my insurance. I right. paid for my phone sometimes. But if if you want something, you've got to show that you can pay for it. You've got to show that that this, I don't know. That's that's just my own two well, cents on it. I, I want I want to be able to teach my kids that you can't just expect things to be given to you. You can't expect these things to just appear. I want a phone, mom. Okay, here you go, honey. Have a great time. No, I, I get it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just think that this one might be one of those ones where the, the lesson may be put aside for a second just so you can have the contact. So have the contact. You can have the contact, but you can only have the contact to a certain extent because I'm not going to let my kids just have a cell phone so that they can contact whoever they want to freaking contact. Like it would be you get a flip phone first and if you want something higher up like you want to be able to have data and that was I think that was what my mom told me too if you want to have data if you want to be able to access Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever on your phone you've got to pay me for it and at that point in time I was like I can't afford that so I didn't get it until I was out of high school because I could only access it on like wi-fi are we gonna see another generation of kids go back to flip phones because kids, are, parents are gonna be like, you don't need the internet access right now. That comes later. Freak, Is that I don't what know. we're gonna see? I hope Facebook, so. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Utah's VFX. Always a place where the debated eight conversations happening. Cell phones, kids. When do they get them? That's today's topic. Cell phones was the debated eight, specifically kids' cell phones with AJ McCall at VFX because McCall's had the discussion. We got asked to to weigh in on it, and and yep. when it came to those. When should kids get cell phones? When did we get cell phones? And what's the comparison before and after from when we got them to now and what we would do with our own kids? And then Nick gave us a call here, and he says he has uh, something he'd really like to add to it. So, Nick, what, what, what is your perspective on this? So I uh, recently retired as a detective on a task force which investigated Internet crimes against children. Uh-huh. Okay. And to have maybe some unique insight on uh, parents and, and smartphones. Please. One of the things that we noticed on this task force was that uh, our average victim age was around nine years old. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And uh, the, the reason for that is because these young children have no framework of maturity to understand, A, when they're in danger on the Internet. And, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of lambs to the slaughter, if you will. Right. Uh, you know, they, they don't understand what they're doing. Because of this... Uh, Federal regulations prohibit most companies from allowing children under the age of 13 to create accounts. Uh, think companies like Facebook and Instagram. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think that kind of gives a little guidelines as to uh, when some of these companies are, are, A, allowing these kids to be on there and, and uh, kind of fits along, along those lines. We, we saw that uh, parents who closely monitor their children's activity on their cell phone dramatically reduce the risk of children getting in trouble online uh, as opposed to parents who just kind of said, here you go, good luck. You know, so parents right. having uh, the, the passwords and things like that to their accounts really really plays into it. But I think uh, maturity of the kids obviously plays a, a role in when they should be getting a phone. You know, and I think that you're right, Nick. Thank you. Thank yes. you so much for your call. Very good perspective. Um, it's very important to 
obviously make sure you're monitoring your kids' stuff. Uh, where AJ and I don't have kids, mm-hmm. and we're not really very versed in how to parent or anything along those lines. But there's actually a really cool event that's coming up, and it's coming up on the 14th. So we're 10 days away, which is not next Monday, but the Monday following. And Colin Karchner is going to be speaking there. He's really well known. He's got the ability to connect with teenagers and parents and talk about the effects of screens and smartphones on like having kids with it. Super cool thing. It's going on at 7 o'clock at USU Spectrum. That is not this upcoming Monday, but the Monday following. And we've got the link for it. We'll just post it on that uh, Facebook post and Instagram and Twitter so you can check it out. But, you know, kind of important, just, I don't know, just looking at it because kids deserve, like, a childhood. Yes. And I look back at the times that I had spent as a kid and the time that like I had a cell phone versus the time that I didn't have a cell phone. And it's just it's just interesting because the things that I thought mattered in the moment didn't matter at all. No, that's what I'm telling you. I think we've we've solved this to a certain degree. Flip phones. Flip phones. Flip phones for Always. quite a while. Just go the producer butters route and go with the trap phone. Yep. That's <laughs> that's the debate today, those uh cell phones. When did you get yours? When did should kids get one? Because it's a question we were asked. We were talking about it amongst ourselves with friends that are having kids. We'll call Dustin had that conversation. So when do you think your kids should have cell phones? You jump in on the conversation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. Now, texting games is a big part of what we do here. And in Correct. 2019, that's not going to change. No, of course not. So we're going to share maybe a little bit of revealing information on our cell phones. It's depending fun, on uh, what your standards are when it comes to screenshotting. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. We're gonna play a fun game after Panic at the Disco in about four and a half minutes. This may be the most revealing texting game we've ever done. Probably. AJ and McCall at VFX. We've done some center butted texting games, and I think those are definitely revealing because, you know, it's gonna predictive text some of the words you use most. Yep. But what do you screenshot? All of the things. And I, I know there could be things, maybe you just want to save something for later, you're on something, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna save that. Maybe there's something uh, you wanted to use for whatever it may be. What did you screenshot that made? What would, did you screenshot, though? And that's the texting game we're playing today. What's the most interesting screenshot you have from the last week? And I think this could be also the most difference in results. Yeah. Because obviously there's no limitations for what you screenshot. Right. Call, do you have anything interesting that you screenshotted? I screenshot everything. Like, I seriously have so many screenshots. I took a picture of a cat yesterday. <laughs> I have this cat. There's this cat that, um, he lives over by my post office somewhere. His name is Smokey, and he's really adorable, and he has, like, a Facebook page, <laughs> and I love him. Anyway, he has this knack for- Getting into exist- mischief? No, he has this knack for existing on my shoulder. Like, he's like a little parakeet bird. See, look. He does this every time I see him. He hops right up on my shoulder. Oh, that's cool. He's adorable. Like, look how cute this face is. Can you see this adorable face? Oh, my He's gosh. Pretty, he seems like a nice kitty. He's a pretty kitty. Um, I have a lot of, like, random screenshots. <laughs> uh, I have a screenshot from a conversation that uh, happened from an email that was sent to VFX. Now that, now that, that might be some of the most revealing screenshots. If anybody's like saving a conversation, did you see what this person said right here? I've done that. Done that, that one is quite inappropriate. That. Oh, big time. We, we are not allowed to oh, share that big one. Time. 
So let's see what kind of results we can come up with. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, share them wherever they may be. It's the most interesting screenshot you've taken over the last week. It's another one of our fun texting games. At Utah's VFX on our social media. And let's see what kind of results we can cook up here and what we come up with. What is the best screenshot you have had from this week? And I can tell you, we already got a couple early favorites of mine on our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. It's AJ and McCall. Dee Dee. <laughs> this is funny. So it's customer questions from Amazon. Oh, beautiful. The question is, I see a little silhouette of a man. Oh, Answer, no. Sarah Mooch. Sarah Mooch, will you do the Fondango? That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. It's a legitimate question and answer, too, because right underneath it, underneath it's a question about the, uh, the product itself. Oh, and then it continues. They answered and questioned <laughs> with more lyrics from Bohemian Rhapsody. That's I good. I love it. That is good. Oh, that's so good. There's never an inappropriate time for Bohemian Rhapsody. No. No. Never. I once was late to a class in college. Uh-huh. Because I was listening to that song, I just got into it. There's just one day, for whatever reason, I was really digging on the song. Right. <laughs> and it was actually a valid excuse for me not getting in trouble. Oh, nice. Nice. Because everybody loves that song. Oh, yeah. Of one course. One of the best songs ever, if not it's the classic. best song ever. What's your best screenshot you're sharing, McCall? My best one that I have is, are you trying to sleep? It's a brain. So it's like a like a comic. So it's a brain, and then it's a lady sleeping down, sleeping in her bed, and she said, Yes. Followed by, why doesn't Tar- Tarzan have a beard? And then she wakes right up. <laughs> me. Like, all the time. Me. That's <laughs> true. This week, right? Oh my gosh, basically what? came back to work. Starting to feel lousy. So trying to get extra naps in. Trying to get uh, more sleep at night. Right. And... Question the universe. Not working. Yeah. Not at all. Toss and turn. Yep. Oh, gosh. By the way, Amber posted on our Facebook page. She wants to see the cute cat. Oh, okay. Twist my arm. I'll show you. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. His name, Post Office Kitty. His name is Smokey. I have a video of him. I went up to go pet him and I was like, hi, kitty. And I reached over and all of a sudden he was on my back. Like, I kid you not. Every time he sits on the little ledge at the post office. He's adorable. He's got a home. He's got a family. He just likes he just to wanders. wander. Yeah. And they, they only live like right across the street, basically. Right. My town that I live in is not busy. Right. He's adorable. Adorable. I love him. Smoky the kitty. <laughs> Smoky. I would I would have a kitty like Smoky if I could. But I can't. He's a very adventurous cat. He's adorable. What is the best screenshot you've taken this week? Share with us one of our fun texting games. You could do it on Facebook, you could do it on Twitter, you could do it on Instagram at Utah's VFX. What is your best screenshot from this week? VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to dip on the VFX Facebook page. It all starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor. Then we spin our feeds, and what if we land on like, comment, and share? McCall and I both spinning right now, and she will stop. Stop. I landed on my friend Bobby's post. She shared, oh my gosh, it's a meme that says, in middle school, when girls would text each other, will you dress up with me tomorrow? This is what they meant. Curly hair, skirt. <laughs> yes. Throwback to my life. <laughs> So McCall's going to like, comment, and share on that. Will it be on the VFX Facebook page? Well, it depends on whatever I land on. Good luck. Hand stop. I landed on the dad break. The dad break. <laughs> You'll appreciate this, McCall. The okay. caption is, the dog's owner paused his TV during a commercial to make a sandwich. Came back to find this. There's a TV on the pizza, and his dog goes licking the TV. 
Oh my god. He just gosh. wants a slice of the Zah. I've seen that. That's hilarious. And then he looks very sad now as his, his dad has clearly come back and informed him that it's not real. This is not a real Zah, honey. He's still trying to lick it, but he's, he looks sad. Oh, honey dog. You can win because that's adorable. <laughs> Do dogs ever attack anything on TV? Yes, Tiesel literally. You should see the very front of my, um, it's like my TV stand. Uh, Tiesel has torn it up. It's got cuts all over it because she was messing around with it. Just day before yesterday, we came home and I was like, oh, dang it. Which you is know, fine because I can fix it myself. The but. Tiesel quote that I will always remember is, I lift you up, but you're a chunk. She is such a chunk. A little chunky monkey dog. <laughs> McCall's 411, The Daily Show. You want to go back and listen, go to utahsvfx.com. For the Drop the Mic podcast, the iPod Idol while it's in its season's break, Debated 8, Florida Not the Show. You can find them all on iHeartRadio app, on TuneIn, on Stitcher, on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Just search for AJ and McCall and then go to Utah's VFX on YouTube so you can watch all our video shenanigans. Like yeah. and subscribe, subscribe while you're there. We made it. It was a short week, but it felt like we were carrying anchors the whole way. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless, we made it to the weekend. Have a safe weekend. Luckily, the temperature's finally supposed to warm up. A little bit. But until Monday for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.